Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me for another episode. You know, last week was very a very challenging week for me work-wise, so I wasn't able to record as much as I wanted to. But I was glad to be able to get last um, the last episode out to you guys, which was about credit and how managing your credit has to be an essential part of ma- managing your finances. So I hope you were able to enjoy that, mull over that last week. And we're back this week getting started with another topic on your finances that kind of is, is a very deep and in-depth topic, one for which I plan on covering a few more times this year. And that is the role your finances takes on your mental health and your emotional health. So to be in a a place or a space where financial stress is something that you're, you're feeling, there are levels to that. There are times when you can feel a little angst. Maybe it, perhaps you, you know, you know, this next couple of months, you're going to have some big financial commitments coming up. And so you're kind of just like, okay, you're a little angst, a little stressed, and that can happen. And when that happens, you know, it, it can be, it can, again, it can be stressful, but it's just a little bit of angst. You get through the moment, you kind of rebound and you're okay. That's like basic kind of the way in which your finances impacts you mentally. You might think about it a little bit, come up with a plan, really kind of like move through it, but it's giving you a little bit, you kind of stressed a little bit, but you know, let's say when that moment passes, when your children go through graduation and you're done with prom, graduation, senior trip and all of that, you know when you're hitting some sort of milestone on a big birthday or something like that, you know it's gonna pass. You know when you finish the renovation on the house, it's gonna pass. You know once you finish the roof, it's gonna pass. Like once you get the car, it's gonna pass. So some of that you're like, okay, these things will pass. And that's like kind of just financial anxiety. It comes and goes. There are also times when you are living in a perpetual state of stress as it relates to your finances. And that comes a lot of times when you have overextended yourself financially and you're in a bad position. That can also come when you've had financial hardships hit you, meaning you've had a loss of, of a job, loss of income, um, being out of work for an extended period of time that can come if you become ill and you're unable to work. And again, you lose that income for an extended period of time. Um, That can also come when something that from your past may come. So you get hit with a huge tax bill and, or a credit card, something comes from the long way back and puts a lien on you, on your bank account or something. These are kind of things that can force you into what can be considered a financial depression. And so when you look at it and you do a little bit of research, you see that a lot of the time that they, um, t- like reading through what therapists and um, clinical professionals will say is that financial stress is a huge driver in what causes people to experience depression. And sometimes a financial stress can enhance depression and make it more severe and make it last longer. And then it can become cyclical because when you're in a state of depression or when you're suffering through depression, it can be also hard to get the help you need if you can't financially afford to go through talk therapy or get the prescriptions you may need, excuse me. 
And it can also be challenging. It can also be challenging to attempt to move through that place and space of depression while suffering through a financial hardship because the stress of the financial hardship will continue even as you're trying to climb out of it. And again, that can weigh you down to a point where it becomes a cycle. And so when we talk about financial freedom, it has so much more to do with just with not only just getting your yourself together in the sense of your finances, meaning you are out of debt and you're able to save money and you're able to plan for your retirement and you're able to do the things that you want to do. It has a lot to do with freeing yourself emotionally because a lot of things that come with financial stress, lack of sleep, um, you can get into a lot of um, arguments and things with people in your life because you're under stress. Financial stress is or finances are the number one reason for divorce, not infidelity. So a financial stress and strain can ruin a relationship. Um, financial troubles are main issues in families, even not just romantic partners, but in families. And that type of stress you're going through can impact your work, your ability to perform at your job, the job that you need in order to get money to get yourself out of the financial straight um, place you're in. And you can see where this becomes a cycle. So I encourage you as we talk about the technical ways in which you can improve your finances to think about the ways in which you can improve your emotional space as you're going through the challenges that may come up around finances. So there's a few tips that I think we should, you, you should try when you're going through financial stress to help mitigate the, the role or the, <clears throat> the toll it takes on your emotions. So understanding and acknowledging that you are under financial stress and strain is the first step. So not kind of shoving it in the background, not trying to um, brush it underneath the rug, sweep it under the rug. It's to say that you are stressed about your finances. Acknowledging that out loud to yourself if you're in a partnered relationship where you share finances or there's someone else in your life who impacts your, who's impacting your finances, verbalizing that, saying, listen, what is happening right now with our finances is stressful to me. Identify what the issues are. If you're struggling with an issue of debt, if you're struggling with the issue of lack of income, whatever the issue is that is causing the main part of the stress for you, you should acknowledge that. And acknowledging that via writing it down, making a note for yourself, just making it real that this is what's stressing you out. And then before you begin to try to tackle that thing, take some good deep breaths, Decide where you want to be at the end. So what is the solution? What would be the ideal way that this story would end for you as far as the moment with, that you're going through? And decide like that that's where your goal is and that's where you want to head. Take some deep breaths. Do some relaxing things for yourself before you jump right into trying to fix it. Also, ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. The reason that this podcast is here, the reason that I decided I wanted to do this is because people struggle in silence through financial stress, which can lead and, and, and impact heavily on their emotional welfare to the point where there have been people who have committed suicide over finances, people who have turned to drugs and alcohol to, to mitigate the pain of financial stress. And it doesn't have to be that way if you can ask for help. Ask for help with your finances specifically. And that doesn't mean asking for money. That means asking for help to change the habits and things that have been in your mind that make you believe that this is how your finances have to go and figuring out 
when is the time where sometimes you do need to ask for financial help, meaning money. Sometimes you do need to make some sacrifices. So someone in your life may not be able to offer you money, but they can offer you a place to live that's way cheaper than where you're living so you can get your finances together. And the last part of this is humble yourself. There are going to be times we've all been there. We've all been through financial stress and strain. We've all had moments where our finances did not look the way we wanted it to look. We've all been there. And when you're there, you have to humble yourself and decide, if it, is it more important for you to get out of this situation or try to maintain the situation that you think you should be in? So again, I bring up the family member. If you're someone who's struggling every month and is stressing and straining you to pay your bills, and you're paying a huge rent, and someone in your family is saying, hey, I got a room, or I got a basement apartment, or I got a little, you know, I got a little apartment that I'm renting out, but I'll give it to you for really cheap, and maybe it's not ideal, maybe it doesn't look like how you're used to living, maybe it's not in the neighborhood you want, but you're willing to humble yourself and say, listen, I know the importance of my financial freedom, I know how stressed I am about this, and I know that this will help me, so I'm going to humble myself, and go into this space and accept this help that I need so that I can live with my peace of mind. Because the essential thing that you need in life that money can't buy you is peace of mind. You can't buy peace of mind. You can set up a life so that you can have peace of mind. But you can't put it, you know, you can't swipe the debit card or the credit card for peace of mind. So what you have to be willing to do is humble yourself. In the midst of these very trying times, you have to be able to say, you know what, certain things I'm going to have to not be able to go with certain times I'm going to have to say no to this and that so that you can get out of that space because the weight of financial stress can weigh you down so much, so much so that you could be in a deep state of depression that you can't get out of, not just because you you're mentally can't get out of it, but you can't even afford to get out of it. And that can lead to a spiral. So we want to take our time with kind of mentally massaging where we are when, as it relates to our finances and how it's impacting our emotional stability and our mental health. And knowing that asking for help, taking some time to acknowledge that you're in a stressful situation, making sure you're communicating openly and honestly with the people in your lives who are impacted by your finances, that's your, your, your spouse, your partner, your children, your parents, your siblings, whoever is having an impact by your finances and humble yourself. Be willing to humble yourself to get out of the financial situation that you are in. And trust me, I don't, I don't even pretend that any of this is easy, but the weight of the burden of, of finances can weigh you down such in such a way that you can bury yourself through depression and, and unhappiness and anxiety and things that can lead to other health issues physical health issues that can become such a spiral that it can you know ruin your life so before it gets there let's take a couple of steps back and try to manage ourselves through these processes so that the weight of the financial you know struggles that you're going through doesn't just completely bury you so thank you so much for joining me today um, I'm going to do my best this week to get more content out I think this week has, is going to be a better um, a better week um, with work, hopefully. <laughs> and, um, and I look forward to doing some more episodes this week. 
and next week as well. So thank you so much for joining me again. Um, if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at financial, uh, FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and join the Facebook group. Hit like on the Facebook um, page to show your support. And if you haven't already done so, just share this share this podcast with three people today. Just say, hey, if you're interested in your finances, put a post on your IG page, put a post on your Twitter and just tag me in it and say, hey, if you like what I'm doing and you like what's all being offered in this podcast, hey, just tag me in a post and share it with your friends and say, hey, head on over, follow Financial Emancipation, listen to the podcast, hit up her YouTube page where she's doing videos. And just send folks my way if you think what we're doing here um, is a good thing. Because I'm trying to build up this audience so that we can all be walking towards our financial emancipation. It's the only way we're going to get free. Um, Thank you again for joining me. And again, if you have any questions for me, please send me an email. Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Have a great day.